0: Hi folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate y'all joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. We are inside today by the fire as the temperature has, well, I won't say completely bottomed out, but... Uh, we have been extremely chilly for this part of the world (laughs) so we have a fire rolling in the wood stove and our kerosene heater going and we are doing the best we can do to keep all of our animals and I'm trying to keep all of my animals and my people my wife and my children warm Uh, and I'm going to try and keep myself warm too. So that's why you don't hear the normal background noise. Maybe we'll try and get outside again tomorrow. I know for some of y'all this temperature wouldn't be that bad at all. But at any rate, we have, we've got a turkey out falling. For Christmas, we made some shortbread today to go with whipped cream and had my father over, had pasta, and salad, and all sorts of stuff. And a good day. I hope y'all this has been too. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and help it to grow, thank you very much. For those of y'all that have joined over in Patreon, any one of the tiers and are now financially supporting the podcast, thank you as well. Incredibly grateful. Hope it helps y'all some. Hopefully it helps our country some. And most of all, Lord, as always, thank you for the time to record the podcast, the people that listen to it, and those that share it. And support it and thank you for your son Jesus Christ and hopefully you all enjoyed the podcast from this weekend for Christmas brief though it may have been alright so we're gonna get back to uh, of lead into the new year and get back into what we do normally we kind of not that we take off at all november and december but we go into uh, thanksgiving proclamations for november and christmas messages for december and so we're going to kind of get back into what we do the other 10 months of the year we got a lot of stuff coming up um, we're going to get back into education so um, all sorts of things Uh, be some personal notes. We've got one about the Marine Corps, if I remember, over the next podcast or two. Uh, We'll see. But we're going to go back into these uh, presidential quotes. The last one we ended with, I believe, was President Truman. This is a Christian nation, and this great country of ours has been demonstrated the fundamental unity of Christianity and democracy. And so, You know, the separation of church and state that we've allowed ourselves to be tricked into, what it really means is that the state has no right to control churches. It does not at all mean that the Christian faith should be kept out of government, out of public life, out of our institutions. That's a just blatant lie that has been sold. And you can see this here. Uh, multiple people talk about this unity like Truman did between Christianity and democracy. <laughs> God talks about it in the New Testament. You know, we, we would fix almost as, as, I think it was Truman again in one of his Christmas messages that said that every ill or almost every ill that he could think of would be fixed if we would go back to the teachings of Jesus Christ. And, and that's that's so true. All the problems that we have today in America are based on ignoring this unity, these teachings of Christ. And one of those was that, you know, God tells us that wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, there's liberty. And you can't, so you can't have freedom and liberty, not real freedom and liberty, without God and Jesus Christ. And that's blatantly apparent throughout history when you look uh, Anytime you start to move away from God, you start to move toward the evils of socialism and communism. It's a really nasty slope. So Andrew Jackson, Seventh President, Farewell Address. You have the highest of human trusts committed to your care. Providence has showered on this favored land blessings without number. And has chosen you as the guardians of freedom to preserve it for the benefit of the human race may he who holds in his hands the destinies of nations make you worthy of the favors he has bestowed and enable you with pure hearts and hands and sleepless vigilance to guard and defend to the end of time the great charge he has committed to your keeping so one of the lies that you hear so often today is you know you really want to be compassionate and kind you have to be understanding uh, to what other people feel like or uh, their point of view you know uh, and that's that's true to a very limited amount but when the other person's feelings or point of view go against the truth and that's not at all true anymore. There's nothing kind or caring about encouraging people into evil, into sin, into dysfunction. And and those core values on the left that we talk about so often, you know, uh, rejection of God to begin with, abortion, feminism, LGBTQ relationships, illegal immigration, socialism, communism, revisionist history critical race theory, identity, politics, you know, based on race, gender, ethnicity. All of those things uh, ignore the truth, reject the truth, go against the truth. They're uh, anti-truth, as I've heard uh, Jordan Peterson say a couple times uh, about different subjects. And, and there's nothing kind or caring in supporting. And how's this tie into the Andrew Jackson quote? Well, he says we have this responsibility for future generations to be the keepers of Liberty right he talks about we have this responsibility based on God uh, the destiny of nations uh, he's talking about uh, make no mistake this is not uh, Allah. this is not a Buddhist God Hindu God this is not uh, mother nature or, or some just random deity this is God the Father of Jesus Christ the Son and the Holy Spirit and the the Destiny of Nations is a reference to a Bible verse, Um, and then if you know much about Andrew Jackson at all, then you know that that this is in reference to God, the one true God. But he talks about sleepless vigilance to guard and defend to the end of time, this charge that God's committed to us, which is this greatest, this highest of human trusts. To be guardians of freedom, to preserve it for the benefit of the human race, not just for Americans, not even just for our, you know, our children and grandchildren here in America, but for to be that light, that shining city on the hill for all the world, to give them an example, to lead them to Christ, ultimately, to liberty and freedom. You know, that's the draw. That's the draw. That's the initial draw. Kind of like getting somebody in the church doors, right? Peace comfort acceptance you know despite our failures love but the the real goal is to get them to know god and jesus christ and that that was the goal and you can go back to the colonial charters which we do and will do at some point throughout this year you can go to just throughout our the state constitutions a number of places uh, just there's a lot of places you can go and see this connection and There's a proverb that came to mind when I was reading this. It talks about God tells us, you know, hold back those who are stumbling toward death and destruction, toward the edge of the cliff. And if you don't do that and you say, hey, we didn't know anything about that, does not God know your heart? I think it's from Proverbs 31. can't remember the exact verses, but... And... uh, And so when we look around at all these people that are stumbling toward death and destruction that are leading themselves and others toward these evils that we talk about, we have a responsibility as the guardians of liberty here to check that and and to draw back toward God and Jesus Christ and liberty. FDR, this one's a little bit longer. Not sure how many more of these we're going to get to. We'll see. In the formative days of the Republic, the directing influence the Bible exercised upon the fathers of the nation is conspicuously evident. This book continues to hold its unchallenged place as the most loved, the most quoted, and the most universally read and pondered of all the volumes which our libraries contain. We cannot read the history of our rise and development as a nation without reckoning with the place the Bible has occupied in shaping the advances of the Republic. I suggest a nationwide reading of the Holy Scriptures for a renewed and strengthening contact with those eternal truths and majestic principles which have inspired such measure of true greatness as the nation has achieved. There's a great quote, I think by Truman, again, we may get to it in a minute, and he talks about how the country was founded on uh, the teachings that you see in the Bible from Isaiah to uh, Matthew, Paul, I don't remember all the different authors he lists, but FDR talks about this here again, and, and this just blows the separation of church and state out of the water again and again, right? FDR saying, look, the, the, our rise, all of our successes, our achievements are tied to the Bible. And that's the argument. So you hear the systemic racism, oppression, nonsense so often. Uh, no, America is not systemically racist and oppressive. Uh, America was not founded on slavery. That was not the founding. That was when we strayed away from our founding principles. Our founding principles, as outlined in our Declaration, a Constitution, right? Declaration of Life, Liberty, Pursuit of Happiness, All Men Created Equal With Inalienable Rights from God. It doesn't say anything about race there. Right? Or ethnicity. Or class. So, the problems that we have in America are when we ignore our founding principles based on God and the Bible. That's when we get into trouble. So the truth is actually the exact opposite of this n- narrative. And you get that here from FDR, right? Again, when when he says that we cannot read the history of our rise and development as a nation without reckoning with the place the Bible has occupied in shaping the advances of the republic. we can't well i got off track there the the america is systemically not oppressive systemically we're a free country based on liberty and not bigotry like racism but all men being created equal that's that's the system that's the fundamentals And when we get away from that, that's when we run into problems. That's where we have historically run into problems. The most quoted and the most universally read and pondered of all the volumes. That word universally jumped out at me because uh, we talk about the Calvin Coolidge quote so often. And we talk about another quote by John Quincy Adams talking about how it wasn't so much commendable to know the Bible as it was condemning not to know the Bible. And and that's a huge problem today. Uh, And that ties in with education. You know, our founders wanted the Bible in education, wanted that to be a primary textbook. You can go to Fisher Ames, who actually gave the final wording of the First Amendment. And so the more and more we've allowed education to separate our children from God which is one of the main goals of socialist education to separate children from God and the family as laid out by, uh, in Tom Dewey's book, back from the not, not Tom, I'm sorry, John Dewey, uh, back in the 1920s is to separate children from God and their family. The more we do that, the less of this historic knowledge we have, it's not universal anymore. And so then, when we don't have this guide and when it's not almost universal among the citizens across the country, then we start trying to fill the void. And of course, socialism, communism, leftism, Nazism, fascism, they all step in and say, Hey, I'll fill that void. And we start going down these different paths. Teddy Roosevelt, the teachings of the Bible are so interwoven. And intertwined with our whole civic and social life that it would be literally I do not mean figuratively I mean literally impossible for us to figure to ourselves what that life would be if these teachings were removed we would lose almost all the standards by which we now judge both public and private morals all the standards toward which we with more or less resolution strive to raise ourselves Almost every man who has, by his life work, added to the sum of human achievement of which the race is proud, of which our people are proud, almost every such man has based his life work largely upon the teachings of the Bible. (laughs) I don't think we've ever read this quote on the podcast, which is, you know, that's what I say so often. We've been doing this podcast now for about a year and a half. We've done, I don't know, a couple hundred of these episodes probably closing in on 300, give or take in the year and a half. And there's just, there's still new stuff, just constantly new stuff. And, and so this idea, it's really, I have to keep myself in check a little bit because the idea of separation of church and state, the modern leftist idea is just such a blatant lie Uh, And it's inexcusable that the Supreme Court passed it. It was either grossly ignorant on their part or malevolent. Uh, And, you know, these men are supposed to know our history and our heritage. And so uh, just inexcusable either way. But this quote by Teddy Roosevelt, all basically everything good that we've done with almost without exception has come from people who leaned on the Bible. That's what he's saying. And so if we take that out we lose all our moral standards (laughs) look at those core values that we listed earlier that we talk about so often from the left we lose our moral values okay so what happens well divorce rate goes up babies born out of wedlock that goes up Um, you can talk about the mental problems of our youth today depression anxiety suicide, suicide suicidal ideations drug use alcohol abuse right so all these evil things start to come in. Talk about abortion, right? Talk about LGBTQ relationships and feminism completely turning around the roles and responsibilities of men and women and making them seem bad instead of good and complimenting to each other the way that God made them. How did all this stuff get in? Well, it got in because we rejected the source of truth. We rejected God. We rejected Jesus Christ, his son which Jesus Christ says, I am the way, the truth, the life, right? So Jesus Christ is truth. So when we reject all this, then we make room for this nonsense that we talked about earlier. I use that word again because it seems pretty applicable. We make room for this idea. Well, everybody's right from their own point of view. Well, these are my feelings. This is the way I feel. No, it's not. And, And so when Teddy Roosevelt here is talking about he, he says, notice he says civic and social life. So our public life, folks, not just socially, not just in our uh, marriages and our friendship relationships and our relationships with our children or our churches, right? But our civic, our relationship with government, with politics. And if we take this out, then it's impossible. He says for us to figure out to ourselves what life would be like. We would lose all the standards, all our morals, public and private, and but that's what you see today. So he said it's impossible to know. Well, we know now today because you see it. You see what is what happens when we take God and Jesus Christ out of our public life and our private life. So we have a few more of these quotes. Uh, We'll see. We might do one more on these before we start moving back into our normal kind of kind of normal routine. Um, But the point again here, folks, is just so many of our great leaders. Talks specifically about this relationship between our country and our politics, our public life and God and Jesus Christ. And we need to know that and we need to be able to tell others about it. So hopefully you can add some of these quotes to your tool bag i know a couple of them i hadn't read before and we'll just keep adding to it thank you all for giving me a little bit of your time again uh, for joining me here inside where it's warmer and hopefully y'all have a little fire going or the heater going wherever y'all are and y'all are staying warm and hopefully y'all had a wonderful christmas we will talk to y'all again real soon God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. Looking forward to it, folks.